0: If we're going to flip it on its head and you're going to take over the 60%, you're going to, have to update your game a little bit.
1: <laughs> hey, I, I'm very happy with my 40% or 35%. Con- content. Mm-hmm. And let's just say it's not its not necessarily how much is recorded because it might be more equal recording. But then as I'm going through the editing process, I'm like, nope. You're just like, take care of that. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> Too much laughing,
0: Mueller. All right, everybody, welcome to episode five of Alex and Mueller's Gundam Wingcast. Um, in this episode, we will be discussing Relina's secret, the fifth episode of the original Gundam Wing. Dubbed, not subtitled, and I'm here. Warren is my name. I'm here with my co-host, Brendan, as usual. What's up?
1: Hey, shout out to Alaska.
0: <laughs> yeah, Alaska in his <laughs> nice house. Um, I'm talking directly to you, Alaska listeners. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yep, that's all I had. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: Um I'll take the lead here and uh, bring us along, Brendan. The very first shot of the, after the intro ends is of a certain someone's face. <laughs> and if you didn't notice this, fuck you.
1: I mean, the first thing I noticed was the, uh, wait, someone's face. Um, oh, you're hmm.
0: disappointing me badly. Was this before
1: or after the uh, spaceship quarter pipe?
0: The the witch fight?
1: The spaceship quarter pipe. Was this before or after
0: Oh, quarter pipe. I I don't know your fancy skateboarding terms, young whippersnappers.
1: (laughs) It has nothing to do. I mean, it has something to do with skateboarding, but also, or just a quarter of a pipe, which is exactly what it is.
0: (laughs) Okay, fair enough. But, uh, no, this is, this is, no, this is back in the, uh, in, during the recap. Um, so.
1: You definitely take more stock in the recap than I do. I feel like when the recap's happening, I'm still opening up my Google Drive document. Oh and my God. I'm not paying God. attention.
0: Are you serious? <laughs> so, we start the episode, Brendan, on a close-up of General Septum's face. <laughs>
1: How could you? How could you miss I that? Must have just it. like
0: <laughs> are you so are you so de- desensitized to Gundam Wing already? <laughs> it was kind of jarring. Like they credit the the opening credits end, and then like boom, there he is. However, the alliance
1: I just I just brought, the, brought it up. All
0: right, I'm I'm, li- I'm listening. Play it, play it.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. (laughs) Not that you mention it, I did notice that, but I don't know. (laughs) And I feel like I should just cut out the whole Reformation speech that you had at the beginning (laughs) 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 about reforming your ranting ways. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Brennan, if if you would just notice that, I was hoping like you would react. I was all planned to like set you up. And let you just like knock this softball out of the park. It was the first fucking thing in the episode. It's like zoomed in on Septum's face. <laughs> you didn't even again. Write this
1: down? I... <laughs> oh my god! Again, I did not consider the <laughs> previously previously on Gun Wing as part of the episode. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So uh, we yeah uh, you know, we get into some uh, smooth jazz, and uh, looks like Ralina and her father take a little trip.
1: Oh yeah. It's uh, Verlina, her father, and uh, Lady Un is also on that that spaceship, taking off on that space quarter pipe, which I had a whole thing about that, but I'm going to just move on, considering how much time we spent on uh, before. Um, It just doesn't seem like the most efficient way of getting a spaceship off the ground. But yeah, if anything, it would be less efficient because you're adding that additional friction of the spaceship on that quarter pipe as opposed to just launching it through the air. I would think, but (laughs) anyway, um, um, yeah, so, so, uh, um, vice foreign minister Dorlin, uh, he's like talking to Valina and then lady Un butts in and he's, he's pretty much just like, fuck you special officer. Like get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Uh, he, he does no he's like, you know, no effort of hiding his contempt for, uh, for the specials.
0: Yeah, he stonewalls her at first, right? Just kind of sits there.
1: Mm-hmm. And, um, there, there's one quote that he he tells Relina that I just want to, to play for you real quick.
0: Oh, I know what it is. <laughs>
1: Relina, look carefully. Never forget how beautiful the Earth looks from afar.
0: Yeah, she's like, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Will <And> do. So, <laughs> won't, won't forget that, Dad.
1: <laughs> and that, that's that, I found that just kind of kind of an odd quote as they're going back into space, back to the colony. Like it seems like it would right. be something that would make more sense. Like if you're heading towards Earth, saying like, "Hey, never forget how the Earth looks from afar." But if you're flying to the colony, I would like. This, I would guess they would be able to like see the Earth through a window or something, and hey, there's the Earth from afar. <laughs> I can, you know, I'm not forgetting what it looks like because there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like, yeah, Dad, yeah. Uh, our hotel has a window. Yes, <laughs> like I can see it, every it from day. there. Shut up. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, um, anyway, yeah, and yeah. Norn's like, you know, or not Norn, uh, Lady Un. Yeah, she's all like, yeah, better take that take that in with your eyeballs because you ain't seen that again. Oh, yeah, Cause... she
0: does a little, like, uh, under her breath or two in her head remark. Um, So, it's uh, interesting that while it's sort of paralleling uh, Vice Foreign Minister Dorlin um, talking about how beautiful the Earth looks afar, we also get um, <laughs> a brief uh, yes. shot of <laughs> Relina's just at this point pain, let's just say club, i guess yeah uh, creepily obsessed friends right <laughs> can we can we say that pretty much authoritatively at this point like at first like you know the first couple of episodes are okay they're just like really friendly they like her a little like tittering applauding friends when she gives hero that invitation but at this point <laughs> they like they seem pretty lost with after this, like what do we do relina's
1: gone <laughs> it's like... uh, smash cut to hero laying very uncomfortably looking in his bed um and his computer starts making some noises and we find yeah. out he gets he's getting like a uh getting like a call like a ne- his next mission or whatever um right uh it doesn't really matter uh so i don't even know why i brought that up but just moving on, because I don't have... Do you have anything to add to that? Because I definitely don't.
0: <laughs> I think he says, uh... I think he says, Roger that mission.
1: <laughs> good, that's Good only... contribution.
0: That's a, that's a, I, I have that written down, Brendan. That's a note I have. <laughs> it may or may not be about that scene you're talking about. <laughs> it just looks about in my notes. <laughs> uh, about in the right place. <laughs> correspond. I, I noted next here, we see that the shuttle carrying Un and uh, Relina and her father arrives in the spaceport. Um, <clears> so did some you notice? Awesome
1: uh, tractor beam sounds, too. Oh, cool yeah, energy. and like
0: some little sparkling lights that it floats in on. Um, did you mm-hmm. notice that when it comes into the port, though, there's, you know, presumably like an astronaut floating by, but he, which it should look kind of cool like, oh, this is a bustling, busy spaceport, but it's just this kind of like, He's kind of in this like prone position, sideways, like unmoving. <laughs> yeah. It's like,
1: and and it's a just... uh, it's that like a Dutch angle too. Like the the people, the I guess the um, space traffic control people or whatever uh, who are standing, <laughs> like watching through the window. Like they're standing straight up, right? Presumably under the influence of gravity, but um, they're at like a kind of like a tilted angle,
0: right? So is this just like a dead astronaut floating by? It's <laughs> <Just laughs> yeah. like, oh, uh, just no, don't did, mind it. Like, don't worry about that guy. <laughs> it's just go ahead and dock the shuttle.
1: And uh, I, I did also note when they start when they uh, de uh, when they debark debark. That's not a mm-hmm. right. That's not a word. Disembark <laughs> 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 when they get off the plane. <laughs> when they get off the plane. I need, uh, (laughs) um, and and have that conversation, or start talking about like the 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 news about the colonies playing the attack and everything. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess like they're supposed to be like the more sympathetic folks, I would guess a little bit more so than Lady Un. Um, Right, but you know, Lady Un's, I guess technically correct in this, uh, (laughs) in this, uh conversation um right well (laughs) there was that plot for the colonists to attack uh attack the earth or at least you know the governments of the earth
0: yeah but i don't know i guess it's hard to say like you you kind of get the feeling that there are some of the colonist government who are just kind of um either they're keeping up a facade or they really just are unaware of operation meteor like I, operation I question, Meteor is like, kind of underground and some of those like really overly friendly colonist officials may not be aware of it at all like they're just like oh we don't know anything about that we just want to have peace you know
1: hmm. i'm just wondering like how much like like what what's the structure or the uh they what is the structure of the, the colonists uh like government. Like I assume it's like if anything it's like, oh the vice foreign ambassador or whatever. Like that's probably like the highest ranking colonist person at this point, considering they're underneath the uh, oppression of the Alliance at this point.
0: Right. Um I'm guessing that uh given what we later learn in the episode from a certain mm-hmm. somebody, uh, about the history of uh a hero Yui and whatnot um, I'm guessing that at least at this point they seem to be kind of pretty strictly controlled <coughs> by the alliance, but they yeah each have like some level of autonomy and some level of cooperation, although I guess the what hero Yui tried to do, which was um which uh got him in trouble and eventually killed, was that he tried to like unite the colonies. Is that, would you agree with that? Is that does that was that your read on that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Trying to unite them as their own political entity, I guess. Which right. Oz was not having, but we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to we'll that. We'll get
0: to that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so they stay, so he they go into their room for their meeting. Um, uh, that guy uh, gives Lady Lynn the boot and uh, kicks her out.
1: Yeah, she was obviously a good a good choice for a uh, for this mission or, or she was obviously a good good diplomatic choice considering she doesn't have authority to actually be in that mission in that room for that meeting which I assume was like the entirety of the purpose of her being there
0: yeah right what was yeah good good point good point what was she doing there um <laughs> Well, well, but, but, well. she knows she knows what she's doing there. Let's put it oh, like, she moving knows. on. She's up to a very specific mission and uh she leaves her little compact, I guess. A- and and,
1: um, and and before before she leaves, I just want to play the clip of her getting kicked out real quick.
0: <laughs> Excuse me, Miss Un. You don't have diplomatic authorization from Earth. Please understand that I cannot allow you to
1: sit in on this meeting. So I just want to say if I, right, her, if I was her, I mean I'd I'd blow that place up too because she did not go to X amount of finishing school or whatever to be called Miss Un. <laughs> She's Lady Un. God damn it.
0: <laughs> I even have written here in my notes Miss Un.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a big show mistake. her some respect. Come on.
0: Yeah, that guy basically uh sealed his fate <laughs> with that. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. with that, calling her that, yeah. Um and then she says something about like uh, this will be the end uh, and a new beginning as well, or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yep. So, uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. So they sit down to have their meeting. Brandon and uh, Relina decides to go out for a little stroll in the colony.
1: Hmm. Did Did you find this episode like just the way Relina shot or the just her? I guess maybe because she's not around a bunch of school kids like all the time. She looks a lot smaller. Like, like just like, yes, physically her character right, looks really right. tiny in, like, the majority of, th- of this episode.
0: Yeah, there's... Yes, yes, I agree. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> different humans in this show seem, like, tremendously different in size. I, you know what I mean? Sometimes, like, maybe even, like, there was something... I'm trying to think, like, maybe Master <laughs> Catra standing next to Wolverine was also a... <laughs> I mean, especially that guy because it's Wolverine, but it was a humongous size disparity.
1: I mean, I think Wolverine's pretty short, um, at least the comic book character. But anyway. (laughs) Oh, Brandon. I get your... I I take your... Yeah, I get your point. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so... Shit's about to go down. um, And really, like, yeah, it's much safer on the colonies than it is on Earth. Um, And... But then she, as she's she goes in, she tells her dad, like, hey, I'm going shopping. Is she going shopping or am I just being sexist? <laughs> you're being sexist. I thought she was, go- I thought she was going shopping, but. Um,
0: <laughs> I think you might be right.
1: I hope so. If, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll splice in. It's like I'm, cut I'm cutting out this out. <laughs> or put in a clip of her going shopping. Yeah, so you're so either- she's going shopping.
0: Depending on how you edit it, you'll either, you know, have like really good memory or it just didn't
1: happen. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why none of my dialogues here because the majority of my dialogue in every episode is just me making horribly sexist and racist <laughs> remarks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At least you have the, uh, the you know, the, the decency to edit yourself later. <laughs> Thank goodness
1: um but yeah she she sees the uh the the compact uh sitting outside the the meeting room and she saw lady un leave the room to begin with before she got there so grabs it and runs it down to to uh un who's you know talking to her soldiers and you know being the, doing her good deed for the day um returns that compact uh <laughs> to and, right at at which point um does Un yell like, you fool or something? Or is that something? I feel like a lot of yell you fool. It, <laughs>
0: but... Idiot. That's what she says. You idiot. And she's pretty, <laughs> uh, and to Un's credit, she is pretty quick on her feet here. Fast thinking. Because um, <laughs> mm-hmm. before Berlina even walks up, she's like, hmm, 10 seconds. So it is like very close here. Like by the time she gets hold of her compact again, we're probably less than five seconds away. And she just, um, you know, has the, uh, quick on her feet enough to not only just toss it away, but to toss it with a uh, baseball pitcher precision um, into she, the she, window <laughs> of the conference. She
1: is, she is not, not a special for nothing. And yeah. I, I can only imagine how heavy that thing had to be to like break through that window. Right. Um, and also, I guess, but not heavy enough that Relina would have picked it up and be like, uh, <laughs> what is this? Um, <laughs> but yeah, she, yeah, she has a very, very nice, uh, very nice, good arm, to... Good form and, uh, fast thinking. Second, second floor, at least, window.
0: Right. Mm. Right.
1: Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it blows the fuck up. <laughs> and, uh, Rolina ran back upstairs. Um, to see her dad classically underneath a very large piece of rubble <laughs> it's just <Any> <laughs> as as, it, it... as is as, as happens you know when explosions occur and there's a character who isn't dead but um you know obviously <laughs> in a not great situation just have a very large <laughs> slab <laughs> of concrete <laughs> lying on them
0: anger. I love your description. It's like some, some like someone who's been like been like blown up and has like several hundred pounds like concrete slab and like rebar poking into their chest. That's like not great situation. <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah, he, he was fine. I mean he was he was in good enough shape to uh carry on a very coherent conversation later on. Yeah, he he monologued
0: um, for a bit. Definitely <laughs> after this point. Um, yeah, I hope that you here can insert um, the voice clip of um... someone's taken Darlin's daughter and they're trying to escape. Block all of the exits. It's almost like in this show that sometimes the soldiers or the voice actors portraying the soldiers are like <laughs> trying overly hard to sound <laughs> like like dumb simpleton soldiers. <laughs>
1: I and... <laughs> I I sadly did not save. I I had this in my notes, bolded and ready to get a sound clip for, but I I forgot to get one. Um, so the notes I have is uh, soldiers uh, to go uh, soldiers to go after Alina, and then the quote I have is, "Is he all right?" Well, <laughs> wait, what? <Is> <laughs> we talking about we is... talk about the redhead dude with the nose,
0: and he says, "Is he all right?" And he says, "Well, what?"
1: He, he says well in a very exact, wait, you know, what? I'm going to pull this clip up just so we can have a, oh my goodness.
0: A, <laughs> well, the voice, while you're getting that, you should just know that the voice clip that I'm remembered was the soldier talking to Un or someone or talking to his commander being like, so, in a very monotone voice, like, someone's taken Lady Relina, block the exits.
1: Oh, uh, okay. I, I see where you you're. I thought you were talking about one of the resistance people. I think that's that's. No, a... I, I was
0: talking about one of those odd soldiers. He's just very uh, monotone. <laughs> <Got laughs> Someone like taking Rolina.
1: This is this is a clip I had I had in mind.
0: Is he all right? Well.
1: Is this is this a yeah, redhead resistance leader with a large nose? So so the resistance people they grab and grab Rolina. Get in a truck and make their escape, and uh, as as they're leaving, um, they get fired upon by by Oz, um, to which this sound clip comes in. Are you hurt, Lady On?
0: Yes. Sir.
1: So so not not only does like so Lady Un's, like firing at the truck and then jumps out of the way. And there's this weird moment where, um, like her scream of jumping out of the way and the screech of the tires like melds into. Is one that what sound. that was? because I, it's I, I really didn't. Kind of upsetting.
0: It keep play it one more time because it's like. <laughs>
1: <You're> yeah. <right. laughs>
0: there's so much fun stuff to analyze in here when you die. <laughs> d- like dig into the sounds. Wow.
1: And, and there's also like her, her response to, are you all right, uh, lady on, and she just goes, it mm, has like, yeah,
0: she does. Like,
1: <laughs> so the one note I had was, um, I guess, uh, Belina, I guess either, or I, I guess the resistance members don't have as much, uh, scruples over drugging kids. Cause they definitely like track the fuck out really <laughs>
0: yeah wait so how does that go down again because the sheep she passes out after she holds the gun on them how does that what is the sequence of that again
1: no no this was before before that um this was just like in the car Um, oh yeah 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 right over her dying dad (laughs) and uh just like i guess at some point they tracked her out even i don't remember when they did that but
0: yeah i was like here take this it'll help
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: like "I, Uh, i don't need anything i'm fine just take it um, that I like that. Uh, I, I guess we still don't. Um, what? what, how do you feel about, um, you know, uh, about joining Vice 15 foreign, year olds? But yeah. Well, how do you feel about that? But how do you feel about Vice Foreign Minister Darlin's parting words? Um, sadly, you know, departing this life only five episodes in uh, telling Relina to watch out for the Oz organization.
1: Um yeah good I advice. Guess. <laughs> <laughs> i guess i'm I'm okay with that it's not much to um, say. He's, he's kind of a boring character um but uh yeah, yeah watch out for the odds organization and also oh by the way, I'm not your biological dad Peace. yes
0: big that's a pretty re- big reveal um so this yeah this pe- is another peacecraft
1: uh, second 2nd we've heard of
0: right the probably the uh relina's secret of which the title uh is referring to so mm. you know he was he was a senator for the peacecraft <laughs> nation known for their total commitment to peace and that didn't work out for him total commitment to pacifism
1: <laughs> to to wish her her first uh are you are you there i'm here <laughs> okay cool yeah yeah to wish her first uh <laughs> first uh action as a known peace craft i guess is to grab someone's gun and point at them but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that um, yep
0: yep uh well we so after uh he uh, expires we um we briefly uh um sh- uh, go back to uh duo and 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 you were right it was we remember we were in the previous episodes we had been wondering like who Are these people who are facilitating and helping repair uh hero and duo's Gundams? And uh, we see we get the first uh introduction of I believe like a <laughs> flip flop <laughs> stop, 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 <laughs> little
1: <laughs> goddamn friend, wait. Wh- <laughs> Wait, 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 one second, one second. The mobile
0: suit has been repaired.
1: Thanks, pal. I owe you one. No problem. As long as I get paid, you're an excellent client, young man. Uh, his song. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, playing... Howard. Howard, the motherfucking duck.
0: <laughs> yes. Just kind of slouching his way out there. <laughs> it's a Hawaiian shirt and. Flip flops, I think, <laughs> yeah. and that well, that, that very interesting hairstyle.
1: I I absolutely have the note, have the uh note in my notes that just says "gas ass grass" because <laughs> he would absolutely be the kind of guy who would use that phrase. <laughs>
0: absolutely,
1: yeah. Duo, no one rides for free. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. <laughs>
0: Okay. you want to just like yeah i mean apparently <laughs> howard in the in gundam wing universe <laughs> is like a master underground you know mercenary mobile suit repairman slash resistance fighter i think uh we've all met howard in real life and it's just some asshole like old bachelor driving around in a van with that bumper sticker. (laughs) Uh, As he's kind of parting ways uh, with his little tiny spindly legs and no ass to speak of, Tro is sauntering (laughs) off into the sand with a knapsack over his shoulder. Um...
1: At first, I had to think of what you were talking about, but then I was like, "Oh yes, okay, got it, <laughs> got it."
0: Image uh, in my mind, perfect. Um, and Katra, uh, at this point, like Katra is talking, you know, and there's scenes in, in voice acting, I guess, and in um, voiceover work where like they shout to or something to convey that they're like carrying their voice over a long distance. And at first, I thought Catcher was just kind of talking to himself, because he was talking pretty quietly, (laughs) like, as he was looking out the window. Like, I thought there might have even been Mm -hmm. glass there. And he's looking at Troa, like, you know, kind of, I don't know, reminiscing about him. He's like, oh, I'm sorry to part ways, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, but you could at least tell me your name. And then, like, I was kind of surprised when Troa actually turned around and reacted to him. Uh, Yes, the way that he is um, expressing to Wolverine how he's going to miss Troa is not so different from Berlina's pining for Hero what, he, about mm, you know yeah i mean although hers takes the cake for most like over the top desperate like come kill me but Petra's <laughs> is is sort of similar when he's just like i hope i i could get to see him again even if it does mean i'd have to fight him it's like the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> yeah. just yeah. Shut up! Oh, no hate,
1: no I, I one, no one really, you. no one has a very. There aren't very many healthy relationships. In the show I've uh, noticed, uh, right? Yeah, lots but, of like, kind of like codependency, and just like I, I don't know, um, Stockholm yeah. syndrome. A, a lot bit of, of that. A um, lot of
0: submissive just, personalities.
1: I don't. So <laughs> I have some other notes in this, but the, in the interest of time. Um, like oh. pretty much between, I don't know, if you have anything to add before we get back to Verlina and uh, Dorlan and those terrorists, <laughs> um, let me know. There, there's some shit there, but.
0: There, there is some shit there. I mean, mainly, uh, just, um, Catra putting some, some emphasis on his, the name exchange is pretty funny. He, he puts a quite a bit of emphasis on that middle name, you know, Katra <laughs> Rababa winner, like, all right, Katra, like. <laughs> Relax. Like, is he is Rababa like a famous name in the Gundam Wing universe? And he's trying to emphasize that. And then, how hilarious is it that Troa is like, he's like, I, me, oh, I have no name. But <laughs> if you're gonna call me a name, and he like just gives out a first and last name. Yeah. What the fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have no name, but I've actually put a lot of thought into it, <laughs> and yeah, I guess right. essentially my name would be tro Barton, but you know i don't I don't really have a name,
0: <laughs> no, but seriously, call me Troll Barton, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah, we cool. also get to like Wu Fay blowing some shit up and Zex and Noyan talking again. nothing we haven't heard before, uh, yeah. Tall Geese is a prototype for all the suits, blah, blah, blah. It's 20
0: years that. old. Um. The, the Tall Geese is literally older than all of the characters in this show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it did have his head on though when we saw it, possibly. I, I think for if you rewind
0: it, it actually um it it has like a Leo head. Like that's underneath the the helmet. <laughs> you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna think I'm nuts. I just I can I can tell. But I think if you look it there's a there's like a white leo kind of head, and then there's like the helmet off to the side
1: so are you saying for mobile suit purposes <laughs> there the helmet is a distinct part of that mobile suit that gets attached to a another distinct part which is a head as opposed to having it be one constructed uh part uh
0: it's <laughs> Dude, if you just take the red pill, in to see how deep the rabbit hole really goes. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Yeah, so I think we see, I think we, after they cut back, we see, like, the sheet being pulled up or something over Vice Foreign Minister Dolan. So he's finally dead. (laughs) After all these episodes. They finally bit the bullet.
0: Presumably, like, they gave, like, Relina one of the benefits of this drug, hopefully, was, like, to sort of, like, calm her down and ease her pain and trauma. But the drug wears (laughs) off just in time for them to be like, oh, is she waking up? Oh, let's cover her dad with the sheet now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, maybe they could have gotten rid of the body while she was asleep. It would have been easier. God. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um Yeah, we also we we also we see that there's like a press conference going on and
0: uh I'm terribly saddened by what has happened here today. I had no idea there were such evil terrorists residing in this colony. We are investigating the situation. We are unaware of the terrorist's true objectives. Excuse me.
1: I have a terrorist investigation on my hands.
0: Mm-hmm. Damn it. She's making us out to be a bunch of terrorists. Lady Ann is pretty uh you're smart cuz she's just like she clearly knows like some simple facts of like human psychology like if you just repeat a word again and again you just like drive it home maybe
1: <laughs> maybe she will be the next uh press secretary
0: <laughs> could be could be
1: <laughs> she she do a pretty good job
0: yeah absolutely so um relina says um uh, in typical relina fashion Um not that was should be any shock to us in the audience, but she says, I don't care if I do get killed. (laughs) It's like, yeah, we know Relina. (laughs) It's like you you were begging here to come kill you by episode four, like way to you know, way to sell yourself out quick (laughs) early in the (laughs) series.
1: Um, Uh, Um
0: so Relina being pretty distraught and upset. Them, seeing her father dead and not really too happy about these um this group of people that she's with uh not exactly mm-hmm. sympathizing with them uh she pulls a pistol and uh at this point certain somebody walks in
1: none other than uh julius Irvin was that his name <laughs> What? Is that really <laughs> the basketball player, Dr. J. <laughs> I, didn't... Okay. I think that's uh Julius yeah, was that Julius uh... Was was Irvin or Irving?
0: Irving. Uh it was he was known as Dr. J. your, come on, sports, Brennan. <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs>
1: yeah, Julius uh, Irving. Yeah. Yeah, I find him extremely um upsetting. <laughs> and, uh <laughs> creepy. That yeah (laughs) yeah he's he's definitely uh tranquilized some 15 year olds in his day
0: (laughs) so oh oh, oh, my goodness uh all right so uh Um, yeah yeah, yeah, he just raises his claw and pinches you know it pinches the air (laughs) sort of like at relina (laughs) and then uh, and then it just transitions the scene leaving much to the imagination as we uh transition to some some base.
1: Yeah, then we we cut back to uh Zex and Norrin um on that base, right? And uh Right. They kinda of speculate they're watching that same news report and they're like, Yeah, Lady Un's pretty good at lying <laughs> and uh also speculating that uh Dorland has, has died. And um we just get some more of that background between uh none or Norin kind of knowing Zex's background <laughs> oh. and Zex with his fucking mask just kind of being aloof and being like, Yep, poor Velina, poor girl. Um
0: So uh we yeah, we get back to um uh oh I did have here that uh it, there was um some, some some quotes some pretty funny like anonymous soldier guard quotes being like enemies what are you know what's going on a gundam <laughs> and then there was a very slow pan of the camera to this pretty stupid looking hero yui face sitting in his gundam <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and before yeah before that um the the giant we see the giant explosion blow up like uh, some areas some Le- i think it was a couple leos um right and, and the the, ca- is the shot we see the shot of the giant explosion And then it's that continuous camera shot of, like, the air traffic control uh, radio tower thing. And we see the dude, like, looking at, like, a computer screen. And he's like, oh, yeah, we're reading uh, some enormous heat sources. Uh, And two Leos just seem to have disappeared. And (laughs) it's, it's like, super apparent from that shot that they would have seen that giant flash of light and that giant explosion from, like, the other side of the base. But, you know, that's what happens when you rely on equipment, I guess.
0: Exactly. Just open your <laughs> eyes, look out the window, stop <laughs> using the damn equipment. So <laughs> learn nothing from Captain Bonaparte. Hmm. Uh, so, yep. so sort of while, the, it's, I guess it's sort of like while this is going on, it kind of jumps back and forth between, um, you know, Dr. J and Relina taking a little little ride in the limo Um and uh dr j gives us some some pretty good uh exposition here right kind of fills in some gaps for the listeners and for the audience which is nice um to to learn a little more of the backstory about the colonies and what's going on and hero has been trained from a young age she's an assassin but i gotta say like if you're just you know watched your father get killed are you really in the mood to just, like, chill in a limo and, like, hear the story of the colonies?
1: <laughs> Sorry, I just got um, a little sidetracked. I was Googling um, different letters that appear in the Japanese vocabulary and wondering whether or not J was a sound that appeared in uh, the Japanese language. Okay. <laughs> <can't, I> <laughs> yeah no definitely okay. definitely does because there's someone named jiro like the jiro who dreams of sushi god damn it okay anyway yeah, sorry what, what did you say what were you saying Warren? <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
0: oh,
1: oh. <laughs> i was just saying i think part of that conversation too is it's uh dr j saying something like um oh yeah here was ordered only to attack the dangerous evil people responsible for starting wars um yeah, I feel like he kind of mm. fell off that mission a little bit considering all the other people he had <laughs> murdered or at least like seriously injured uh since right. landing on Earth.
0: That little rascal. <laughs>
1: yeah, so so kind of alluding back to some of the earlier episode conversation uh, episode for this podcast. Um yeah, we get some we get that background about Hero Yui being named after the leader of the colonists, Hero Yui.
0: And it, what a what a very you know clever and subtle code name, right, Brennan?
1: <laughs> I mean, so, so I was thinking that too, but I was also thinking, I wonder at least on Earth, or at least like, it maybe not on the colonies, but on Earth, I wonder if he, it actually wouldn't be, it wouldn't stand out as much as we'd think, like if if Hira Yui as like the leader of the colonists or whatever, like maybe right. like. They managed to like repress that and kind of like silence it and like rewrite history or whatever to a point where like that name wouldn't really cause too much. I mm. I brow raising because cause originally I was like yeah like yeah very subtle name, but then I was thinking uh ah, maybe on Earth at least it wouldn't really be yeah no I too like that mar- I like remarkable. that Brennan.
0: Yeah, it's been twenty years. They probably kind of just hushed him up, you know. Like oh, it's just an unremarkable, nothing. Don't worry about it. Just some guy got shot. Don't worry about it. At this point, we get the mournful flashback music. You know what I'm talking about. Mm, like whenever I mean, someone is sort of saying someone sings sad, usually flashing back on something. We get that little sad music. Um, yeah, and that's that's about all I have to say. I mean, you know, there is a there's a little bit of a duo hero encounter there, but. Um, unless you have any comments on that, Brendan?
1: The name of that song, of this song? Yeah. Is called Sandy Clock of a Sad Color.
0: Sandy Clock?
1: S- Sandy Clock of a Sad Color. <laughs> so just think on that.
0: <laughs> I prefer not to, actually. <laughs> Take a big swig, because I'm asking, uh, oh, Jesus! this is a new segment what did I call, uh, uh. that I call Warren Goes Deep. And I uh, oh, ask the big God. questions. Um, so, mm-hmm. when I, and I'll set this up a little bit, when I watched this, maybe you thought so as when you were younger too, maybe not. That's the discussion here today. That uh, Lady Un, uh, you think of her certainly after her introduction here, and throughout the series for quite a bit. Uh, quite a bitch, huh? Pretty, uh, pretty nasty, pretty nasty <laughs> woman. Um, just pretty unlikable, you know. I mean, she she is out in her first real appearance. Don't you,
1: don't just, you mean? Uh, don't you mean unlikable?
0: <laughs> yeah, just unlikable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. We got to get one in for episode. Well done, sir. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, pretty, pretty nasty. Uh, because, like, yeah, she, her first major appearance, she's killing this pacifistic guy, father of this young girl, um, right in front of her face. And she remains, like, pretty cold blooded kind of type character throughout the series. Or, or. Is she like one of the few, if not only, like actually empowered female characters in this series? Um, hmm. because like maybe she stand stood out as being so like bitchy and nasty, like, oh, look at her, she's evil, like, she's doing this and doing that, like, ruthless, <laughs> um, uh, just because. The other women that she's being compared to in this series are so <coughs> Relina y and noiny <laughs> that um that when we see this like you know, female character their uh hair tight back and those those spectacles just shrewdly carrying out orders and like I said earlier, very fast thinking on her feet, smart. Mm-hmm. So the question is, Brendan, uh, lady Un, bitch nasty woman or uh best female character in gundam wing
1: wait is, is that three ca- categories or <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes absolutely
1: <laughs> i guess first of all i guess the only the only other comparable character maybe at this point might be a uh, sally poe um hmm. but she uh, she hasn't really played much of a part yet um yeah, I mean, I would, it's it's hard for me to say just knowing the rest of the series that I would say that yes, like, I'd agree that like, at this point, I would say she's one of the stronger female characters um, in the show up to now, maybe more of a complicated character than originally, you know, perceived just as a, you know, 15 year old or whatever, when we originally watched it. Um, she is at least one of the more fleshed out um, characters with, you know, their own, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, not motivation, but, um, uh, fuck. What's the word I'm thinking of? Um, She's driven.
0: Uh, she has aspirations. Like,
1: like her, her story arcs, not at this point, not driven by another character. Um, okay so sweet um, god are we done <laughs> I,
0: I think we're at the end of if episode five relina's secret yep And so we get a, we get one last little slow pan up uh of her kind of crouched against the window crying with an empty seat mm-hmm. next to her
1: mm. cue sandy clock sand sandy sad colored clock
0: Cue it up, because uh, it's it's our first major uh, rest in peace of the series. Brendan, Vice Foreign Minister Dorlin. We hardly knew ye. All right, take one.
1: How <laughs> <laughs> oh, many. All right, yeah. No, thanks, everyone, for suffering through yet another episode of the Alex and Mueller's Funding Windcast. Uh, we mentioned it before, but as always, you can email us at FundamWingCast at gmail.com or tweet us at uh Find us on iTunes and maybe Spotify. Not quite sure. Um, but yeah, send us some emails. Send us some comments. Again, shout out to Alaska and everyone else who's listening. Uh, possibly Canada, I think, too. Might be an international podcast unless somebody was just behind audience. a VPN and, you know... <laughs> was listening not from Canada but we might have some Canadian listeners
0: we might it might be you right now you
1: it might listener. be you right yes. uh, and
0: so, so it, please do uh, if you get a chance uh, rate us even if it's a one rating how cool would it be <laughs> to have any ratings on the little podcast thing there um, or mm-hmm. make a comment or subscribe
1: or both yeah both uh peace out. <laughs> See ya. Or should I say peace craft out?
0: Peacecraft out, <laughs> Peacecraft out. <laughs> That's enough, Mueller.